Hi everyone and welcome back to a new podcast episode on a Driven by Curiosity podcast. So this podcast episode is a solo um, episode which I haven't done one of them in such a long time and to be honest I just have this on and off relationship with this podcast. <laughs> like sometimes I'm just like so in the mood to you know record episodes and to do interviews and sometimes I'm just really a lot more excited about, I don't know, writing content or creating content for my YouTube channel. And I always thought like I either have to be like fully committed to the podcast and like consistently upload like every single week. Like I'm such a all or nothing person sometimes. But now I realize that it doesn't really matter. All that matters is that I get my message across. I can help you with those episodes. And if I feel like there's something that I just need to share with you because you need to know this, then it doesn't matter how many times I upload to this podcast. So anyway, today I am really super excited to be talking about this because... I mean, this has been such a big topic in my own life and this topic actually also came up recently when coaching my one-on-one -on -one client and she said that it gave her just this huge shift, this huge aha moment. So of course it made me so happy and I just have to share it with you as well. So as you've already read in the title today, we're talking about why your bad habits are actually good for you how your bad habits are serving you and how to break bad habits forever. And not just in the moments when you have the self-discipline not to do whatever you're about to do, but to actually remove this habit from even just your mind and even thinking of doing it. It just won't even be part of your life anymore. And I will walk you through kind of the thought process that I go through with my clients. This is all work that I've done myself. I'm going to um, really explain as well all the questions and stuff that I'm going to share with you in this episode and really demonstrating it on my example from my own life. So maybe you really want to, um, I don't know, take some notes on your phone. I, I love to, I'm like, I, my notes section in my phone is so random with like 5 million notes of like podcast episodes. And maybe also pause this podcast right now and think of a bad habit um, in your own life, like that you're doing, that you know is sabotaging your success. Really think of that habit now, maybe just pick one, just start with one. And um, so throughout this podcast, you can already really, really think um, of applying it to your own life. Okay, let's get started. I'm super excited. And, um, you know, I, I really hope that this podcast episode gives you some like men, like just some crazy big shifts in your mind. Okay, so... First and foremost, I just wanted to one more time say what are bad habits and and you're going to see in this episode, you're going to learn in this episode that bad habits are not actually bad, right? However, there are habits that might give us pleasure in the moment, but they sabotage our long-term success and our goals. So for example... Um, a bad habit in my life was that I was overeating and emotionally eating. 
And whilst that was helping me in the moment, it obviously led to weight gain, it led to a really toxic body image, it led to food obsession, right? And maybe for you, a bad habit might be procrastinating or it might be being really like caught up in perfectionism, right? I don't want you to think of the things that you're doing as like something super, super bad. It is just something you're doing for a reason However, this is holding you back. This is a habit that is slowing down your process to getting to your goals. And it's also preventing you from really stepping into the next level version of you, from creating that dream life and from getting to your goals super, super fast as well, right? So we really want to pinpoint the habits that are causing us to self-sabotage. Oftentimes, we don't even really know (laughs) what they are. And we want to make sure that we can sustainably get rid of them and not just kind of suppress them in the moment and hope that we are disciplined enough. You know, let me know if you can relate to this. Um, But I was definitely telling myself when I was overeating stuff like, oh, I just have to eat less, you know, and I just have to stop eating. Yeah, no, that doesn't work. (laughs) So why do we do those things in the first place? even if we know that they're not good for us. Because they are actually good for us. Your bad habits are helping you to cope. They're a coping mechanism for something. They are giving you a good feeling, even if it's just in that moment. And they also often help you to compensate for a lack in your life or for some some negative emotion you're experiencing, right? So let's jump straight into the question. What advantage are you getting from doing this habit? How is this helping you? And in order to come up with those answers to those questions, it's really, really helpful to become super aware of when you're doing your bad habit, right? So what's going on, kind of what's the trigger for it, um, in what circumstance, maybe even time of day, like when are you doing it? And also, maybe the next time you do you do it, you can be a bit more self-aware, maybe you can just even answer that from memory. Like what feeling are you trying to get by doing this whilst you're doing it? Like what positive emotion are you getting? And here I'm not talking about the guilt (laughs) that you might be feeling after you've done it. I'm literally talking about in the moment when you're doing it. So again, for my example, in the moment when I'm overeating, when I'm eating, although I'm not hungry, when I am eating too much, when I am just eating out of boredom, all of those things. So I just want to kind of break this down, demonstrate this to you on the habit of emotional eating. So I don't know if you've known this, but I actually struggled with emotional eating for two and a half, almost three years. That's how long it took me to really heal it. I started emotionally eating because I, it's like a whole story, but um, I think I even have a podcast episode here um, on the show about it, like kind of about my, my journey about you know, how it all happened. But basically, long story short, I did dieting, like I was really did like crazy diets and stuff like that. And then it totally messed up just my 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 natural eating habits. Like I didn't really know what was normal to eat. And then I got really obsessed with it. And I gained weight. And yeah, and then that all also led me to really use food as a coping mechanism. Um, For example, when I was bored, 
right? I was really eat, overeating a lot at night um, or just eating randomly because I was bored. I really had nothing to do. I wasn't really excited. And also in the evening or at nights, especially uh, when I was, you know, abroad, I was abroad most of that time. That's when I felt really lonely, when I felt homesick. So food gave me comfort, right? So what was going on then to really just, you know, demonstrate it? Well, when, what was going on when I was emotionally eating was that I was bored. It was usually at night and I felt lonely. What did I get from this? It gave me something to do, first of all. It also gave me comfort. Um, you know, it just gave me a good feeling, especially, you know, when I felt lonely, it gave me comfort. It also gave me pleasure because obviously food tastes really good. I love food <laughs> and I love cooking and preparing food. So it gave me pleasure and it also gave me something to look forward to because even though my days might not always been like even if my day wasn't that great, I knew oh, in the evening, you know, I can I can cook a nice meal or even once I finished my meal, I was still not super happy. So I had a dessert and then I had another snack and it just gave me always something to look forward to. So the positive emotions that I got from overeating were excitement, pleasure, distraction and busyness. So just, you know, kind of having something to do. But I think the biggest ones re really were excitement and pleasure. Because when my emotional eating was really bad, that was also when I was quite unhappy. Um, like, I, for example, I didn't like the apartment I was staying in back then in Aberdeen studying abroad. It was in my second year. Um, I didn't really have a lot of friends. I was really unhappy with the course I was studying at university. And yeah, I think, you know, there wasn't a lot of pleasure and excitement in my life like I actually thought about quitting uni and I, I really wasn't in a good place and I was really able to actually heal my emotional eating um, when I went to Toronto and Canada and I was very very happy most of the time um, and there was so much excitement in my life and yeah anyway I was again <laughs> just got a bit a little bit distracted here um, but I hope that you understand that you need this bad habit because there isn't enough of these emotions elsewhere. You know, I wasn't excited enough. I didn't create enough excitement and happiness in my own life. So I was looking for that excitement and happiness in food, right? And really recognizing as well that you are doing this because there is a lack somewhere. So, you know, usually our bad habit is doing something too much, right? For example, too much eating. So we have to compensate the lack of something by doing something else too much, right? So there's this imbalance. And basically what we want to do is we want to create balance again. So a question to ask yourself here is, what else can I do that gives me that feeling? So that can be something you can do in the moment instead of the habit. But then also generally asking, how can I create more of this in my life? And here's really where the magic is, because your bad habits are actually guiding you to the things that you have to do to live an upgraded, up-leveled, super happy life. Like it is literally sending you signs, it is guiding you there. And the thing is, you know, like our immediate reaction actually is to suppress it, right? We are just trying to ignore the bad habit. We, we just don't even want to question it. We don't want to look there. 
And that is actually a missed opportunity to live a more beautiful life and to create a more beautiful life for yourself. Because if you don't look there, you will never find out what is actually missing and you can never add that to your life. So it's actually a beautiful compass, compass, compass to guiding you to what you can do to live a more beautiful life or a more happy life. It really, you know, um, depends on your bad habit. And also when we, when we don't go through this process, we really don't get rid of the habit forever <laughs> because our needs, they don't disappear. And that is, that is so normal. Like, of course you want to experience all the pleasure, all the excitement, all the connection, you know, whatever it is for you right now. And you shouldn't try to lower your standards or suppress that need or to tell yourself that, why do I need this? And, and you know, I just shouldn't want this and blah, blah, blah. No, 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 no. You having that need for for whatever that um, bad habit is giving you is totally okay. It really, really is. It's just about giving it to yourself in a way that benefits you in the moment and in the long term. So now I just want to let you know how I personally and how I also help my clients to do that, how we deal with those urges and especially when you're in the process of really getting rid of that bad habit, like it won't happen overnight. Like this is a process, my friends. <laughs> and to be fair, I, I also think it really is a process that takes, you know, it might take, like I, I, I just told you, like for me, it took two to three years to heal it. And even sometimes now the urge to emotionally eat sometimes comes up like I won't lie to you like it does sometimes come up but now instead of me just giving in and then feeling guilty and then you know getting back into that cycle and totally ignoring my actual needs I'm interested I'm getting curious and I look and I'm like hmm why is this coming up what am I not giving myself enough of what do I really need right now so, for example, um, recently it has come up a few times, sometimes when most of the day I'm just sitting in front of my laptop and then at the end of the day I'm like, yes, like I'm totally going to have a big meal now and a dessert and, you know, sometimes I'm like super hungry at the end of the day and I, I have it, but, you know, usually I can already tell by just thinking like that, that it is really because maybe throughout the day I didn't give myself enough breaks. I didn't maybe, you know, I don't know, do something fun like puzzling or I didn't talk to my friends or I didn't do yoga. I didn't move my body. And then at the end of the day, I'm trying to like compensate for that. So while that is also okay, like I'm not saying that it's bad to like compensate. I'm just saying that if you do it like all the time, then it does sell, like it does sabotage you. Like I absolutely love having a pizza and dessert at night. If I had a, a long work day, absolutely yes. Am I dependent on it though? No, you know, um, and that is really so incredible because you know, you might be listening and you're like, wow, I wish I could do that because when I was struggling with emotional eating, like it was, oh my God, like I remember how much 
energy it took from me all the time, like all day. I was thinking about it and I was really dissatisfied, of course, not only with my body, but also just with myself. Like I thought I'm weak and I'm not disciplined and I'm just like, it just doesn't work for me. And that's not true. Like it really is about going through that process and really having the courage and also having the guidance to look and to also realize that it's normal to have needs and that it's so important that you create a daily routine that is filled with incredible things and and habits and happy moments that fulfill your needs right like self-awareness through journaling through visualizing through working with a coach like that is really really gonna help you and as I said, this is not do not, not something that you do once and then it's healed forever and it's gone. It really is a process. It is a process that you have to be patient with yourself because obviously you've probably done this bad habit for a long time. So kind of reprogramming your mind and, and changing it around, it might take some time, but it is 100% possible. Like I can honestly say this with all of my confidence because I've done the work myself. I've helped clients to do that work. And, you know, now also after you've listened to this episode, you hopefully already have a few steps that you can take when your urge comes up and you also have tools to really shift that. And I think that is really such a game changer for me. Like I started doing this work back then with my weight loss coach and I just felt so empowered having the tools and kind of knowing what to do. Like I knew what to do when my emotional eating urge came up and I had the tool and then I was able to overcome it and actually give myself what I really needed. And you know, that makes you so proud of yourself and like you really start believing in yourself. And of course, like I was able to lose 13 kilograms and or even more like I and since then, I've also been at that weight. Like I'm at my ideal weight now for like over two years or one over one and a half. I honestly don't know, but for a long time. And I know with certainty that I will never go back there because I have the tools. And, you know, also once you just prove to yourself over and over again that you can get out of that bad habit, that is also when your identity on a very deep level will change. And I totally have to make another podcast episode about that. Like I had this one aha moment when, and that honestly then happens in a moment when you've done so much work over a long time, proven to yourself that you, you know, can, um, you know, choose not to do the bad habit and actually give yourself what you need and feel even more amazing after it. That's when your identity shifts as well that's when I didn't believe anymore that I'm an emotional eater I didn't identify as that anymore I identified as a normal eater who used to struggle with emotional eating and that's how I how I identify myself with now like I'm a, I'm a normal eater yes I used to have you know emotional eating and sometimes like everyone else as well I emotionally eat because I'm at a birthday party or I'm having a good time <laughs> you know but it's not part of who I am anymore and that's all really powerful work. As I said, I really have to do another podcast episode on like that identity shift that I had because there's a really great story I can tell you. Back um, when I was in Budapest with my friend Sarah, we were walking through Budapest and I had this like massive identity shift just like literally in the middle of Budapest and it was crazy. Um, but that is for another podcast episode. And I've mentioned it a few times throughout this podcast episode, but this is exactly the work 
with that I, and I've mentioned it a few times. So all of this is exactly the work that I do as a life coach with my one-on-one clients. I really help them understand why they keep failing to change a habit. And then we go through this process. We really figure out, okay, what is it that you actually need? How can you implement that? I keep them accountable to actually do it. And then they really have the tools to fundamentally change their behavior and their identity forever. Like this work is insane. Like when I just think back to when I worked with my coach, like that time was just crazy. Like it's so priceless because it is literally changing you for the rest of your life. And that is why I'm so passionate about coaching. That's why I love being a coach. Like I'm just so on fire. And it is just so powerful to see when my clients just recognize their patterns, they break them, and then they create new ones for themselves that just really help them to get to their goals so much faster. And they're so proud of themselves to just really realize that something they've struggled with for such a long time, they actually have the potential and the power to overcome that, to shift that and to really take charge of their life and and how they are spending it. And that is just the most beautiful thing to see. Like it just gets me so excited when my clients have those aha moments. So if you'd be interested to work with me as your one-on-one life coach, then you can actually schedule a free consultation with me where we're just going to talk about really what it is um, that you want to achieve, your dreams, your goals, where you are in your life right now. We're also going to talk about how we can work together, what impact that might have um, you know, on your life and whether we're a great fit for coaching. So you can schedule a free consultation. Just click the link um, in the show notes and I would love to hop on a call with you and chat how I can help you. I'm so excited Thank you so, so much for listening to this episode. If it was helpful for you, if it was valuable to you, I would love if you would just send me a DM and be like, hey, Laura, I listened to your episode because that's that's what I honestly don't like about podcasts. It's like, I don't really know who's listening. There is not no comment section. So I have no idea if you actually benefit from this. So head over to Instagram, send me a DM. Also, it would be amazing if you would screenshot this podcast episode, share it on your stories, tag me. I'm going to reshare it and we can connect. And yeah, honestly, I, I really hope that this episode gave you some mindset shifts because this work has honestly completely changed my life. And um, yeah, thank you so, so much for listening. I really hope you uh, have a wonderful day today and you will hear from me in the next podcast episode. Bye, guys.